Support for the Hearing Tracker podcast comes from Nuhira. Nuhira is transforming the way people hear by creating personalized hearing solutions that are multifunctional, accessible, and affordable. We are on a journey to make the hearing aid a device that you want, that will no longer have the stigma that has been historically associated with it. Can you hear me now? This is the Hearing Tracker Podcast from HearingTracker.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. On this episode, we are joined by Dr. Achin Bomik, and he is the Chief Technology Officer and Executive Vice President of Engineering at Starkey, and he is also an adjunct professor at Stanford University. So, Dr. Achin, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you. Uh, it is my pleasure, Steve, to talk with you and connect with your audience. Before we get started, do you mind giving us just a little bit of a background about yourself? Yes. So, you know, I'm a trained engineer. Uh, after receiving my doctoral degrees degree, I joined uh, Intel um, as a researcher, and I rose through the ranks at Intel, working on advanced technologies and computing, uh, te- computing devices, processor technology. The last 10 years or so there, I was the vice president and general manager for Perceptual Computing Group, where I worked on machine learning and artificial intelligence, plus advanced sensors to help machine understand and perceive the world around it. So I like to say I switched from helping machines understand the world better to helping people understand people and the world better. So I joined Starkey in the summer of 2017 uh, to become the chief technology officer. And I'm responsible for the research, product development, and engineering uh, at Starkey, where we get to get the opportunity to work on advanced technologies to help people uh, you know, understand and connect with people. You know, a big part in that that I wanted to ask you about today is, you know, I know machine learning and artificial intelligence are relatively new to the world of hearing aids. And you've been a key innovator in this area because of that background that you've had. So can you tell me a little bit about AI or artificial intelligence initiatives and what you're working on at Starkey and how you think those initiatives help consumers hear better? Uh, absolutely. And so, so the way that I'd look at AI, the best way to explain this is instead of pre-crafting algorithms, you let the machine learn from data and decide on its own the best course. So it's almost parallel to how we humans go about our business. So for example, our parents taught us to recognize cats from dogs. The first time you saw a cat, mom said, look, that's a cat. And what he did, you you taught yourself that an image like that, that you captured through your eyes, the visual cortex in the back of your brain will match those patterns. And every time you, from that point on, you see a cat, you recognize it's a cat, right? Same thing about every other sensory processing that goes on in human head. Uh, You know, the touch of a fire, the first time you put your hand in the fire, it uh, caused pain and you you learn not to do that. So we, we humans were unique for a long time. It's what separated humans from machines, that humans learn from information and the data and the machines, on the other hand, were stupid and we had to tell them what to do. So the world of AI that's creating so much 
excitement around the technology world over the last decade, and in the last few years particularly, is that we are now learning to teach machines to learn from data, and the breakthroughs are phenomenal. So you you know you you hear how cars are driving by themselves, autonomous cars, learning to be even safer than human drivers, or drones, robots that are learning from the information. For us, it was an opportunity to bring these advances in machine learning and artificial intelligence to the hearing devices. And there are three things that we looked at, an opportunity that were untapped for in-ear devices. Number one, I felt we could be doing a lot better job by tapping into machine learning and artificial intelligence to help people hear better. You know, this is a buzzword, hearing, hearing aids help people hear better. But not just by amplifying every sound. A machine learning algorithm with artificial intelligence will make the devices smart to understand what sound is what. What sound should be amplified? What sound should not be amplified? So that's what the machine learning and artificial intelligence in terms of helping people hear better. But then there were other opportunities. We, we had the opportunity to convert the device from a single function sound amplification product to a multifunction healthable device. The device should be able to track my health, you know, my physical activities, my exercise. In fact, if, if our older patients with hearing aids, if they fall down, the artificial intelligence technology built into LivioEdge AI devices can automatically detect the fall and send alert to the loved ones. And then the last but not the least, we are connecting the patient to the world of information with our hearing aids. All you have to do is double tap on your ear and ask a question. What's the weather outside? And you get the answer spoken right in your ear. The device can self-check. And guess what? It reminds you of your medication. You could say, remind me at uh, 8 p.m. I need to take you know, blah, blah medicine. It will remind you at 8 p.m. And today we announced a new addition to that smart technology where if you lose your smartphone, I lose it all the time. It's like lost in plain sight under my pillow, you know, uh, behind my desk. And I can simply ask my hearing aids, where is my phone? And it will make the phone ring. So, you know, it's, uh, it's what, I, you know, what I say is using artificial intelligence technology to make hearing aids cool, bring, give it functions that uh, will make people want to have a device like this not just because they need to hear better, but hear much better with artificial intelligence technology. At the same time, that device has so much more value for you in your daily lives that you know, you'll want to have a device like that. Remove the stigma from the device. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to draw a line between the two, hopefully, or just better understand it. I know people are very familiar already that hearing aids have automatic program switching. And I think the average person understands that a hearing aid, whether you're in background noise, listening to music, it's going to be kind of analyzing the environment and then making programming changes to be as appropriate as possible. So what you're saying then with artificial intelligence, it's not just a simple, if there's background noise, we go to a background noise program. It's more so that it listens along and it tries to create these sonic scapes within its memory that can then more accurately make those adjustments. That is very nicely described. So the way I'll say this is, when we, in, the, in the old paradigms, when you have the ability to pick from a small library of settings, right? So let's say 
you know, I, I saved restaurant mode in my memory one. And because, you know, I found that, you know, th those are the kind of settings and fittings that helped me best when I was in the restaurant last week. So I programmed it and I called it restaurant mode and it's my memory one. That's how things used to work before. And then I might have in memory two, my home mode, because in, in home, I played with my settings and I decided that's the best fitting for my home. And then let's say, you know, I have an office mode and then guess what? I have a uh, uh, machine noise mode. I have my friend's home mode. How many of those modes can you have? So even after all that, you have a small number of uh, libraries that are available to you. And then next, you do have to, uh, you know, is there such a thing called restaurant mode? Or is there such a thing called machine noise mode? What if it's a combination of various things? So what you really want is the device is ability to automatically recognize what should be the best settings of various different parameters in a particular environment that you, that you are in. So which is where our, we introduced our edge artificial intelligence technology. So what the edge AI engine does is it's analyzing the acoustic environments every six milliseconds. And if you, if, you, if you choose to engage that mode by simply tapping your device or you know, with a simple button press, depends on how your professional has set the configured edge mode activation to be, it will automatically adjust without you having to pick from a small library of uh, settings. And today we uh, demonstrated enhancement to that that is helping with masks. So let me just explain that a bit because it's not something we would have imagined to be a problem six months ago, right? So today when you um, are going into an environment, you are um, interacting with people who all have masks. So there are a couple of things that are going on. For people with hearing impairment, who used to rely on the lip reading, you know, to understand speech somewhat, now the, the lips are covered by masks. The next thing, mask attenuates speech signals. And, you know, it attenuates different frequencies at different levels. So there is a dynamic component involved there. To make it worse, no two masks are the same. Your fabric mask is different from your N95 mask, which is different from your plastic face shield, right? So we have been able to challenge ourselves to solve this problem with machine learning. So with edge mode, again, when you, today's edge mode, what you introduced today, when you engage that edge mode, it's going to, and let's say you're surrounded by talkers with various different masks. For that particular snapshot of time, for that few milliseconds, it's going to provide the appropriate levels of compensation for those masks that are around you. Because it's taking a snapshot of the speech signals, it recognized those to be speech, and it normalized, and it's, it did a dynamic understanding of what a correct speech signal should be because it has been trained with machine learning and AI, and it's providing dynamic compensation rather than you know, having to rely on a mask mode where you can apply a fixed amounts of gain power frequencies, but that would work for a particular mode particular mask that it was optimized for, but I might be encountering different kinds of masks. So that is a perfect example where artificial intelligence and machine learning can provide the solution. Again, that was not a problem six months ago, but today it's a big problem. That's great. And I honestly don't think there's a single current hearing aid user who hasn't run into issues with wearing hearing aids and then also a face mask. You know, Achin, I see people on a, a weekly basis that run into issues with firstly just retention with the hearing aids staying on their ears with the use of face masks, but then also communication breakdowns 
because as you mentioned, the lips are covered. We've now changed the way that sound is able to leave, you know, leave the mouth. So it's great to see a manufacturer take that so seriously and provide a possible alternative or solution this quickly. Um, have you run into any other maybe techniques that have helped people communicate better with masks for those who might not have this new edge technology? Uh, well, if you look at auditory communication, the problem is one is when, when the signal's coming out that I'm intended to understand. So we don't control who's around us and who's talking, right? So, you know, uh, if I move from my one environment to another environment and I am having people, let's say tens of dozens of people around me and they have different kinds of masks, obviously technology that we already have in our portfolio, um, you might recall our table microphone uh, that we introduced in January, which is, you know, an amazing device with its array of microphones around the circumference of the device that provides super directionality, right? And then it provides anywhere from seven to 10 dB of extra signal to noise ratio uh, with, uh, with the, the microphones that are embedded in there, you would get some benefit from there. But on top of that, with uh, the benefits you get with your hearing aid itself, so it's the receiver side, right? You could uh, use the edge mode in order to provide the dynamic understanding and, and, and dynamic adaptability to the, the that specific environment that you're in now, that might change again in another second or two or half an hour, and it will provide different kinds of uh, adaptations to it. This is really the best solution in terms of the best compensation for the environment you would be in at that given time. And I really like that concept of using like remote microphones, because something that we run into very often in clinic is a hearing aid being amplification or providing volume to overcome someone's hearing loss, it's not always possible to find a one-size-fits-all solution. You know, this hearing aid is going to help you hear speech more clearly. The same hearing aid is going to provide appropriate like sound quality for music. The same hearing aid is going to be very natural when you're wearing it and, and transparent or unnoticeable. So it can be very difficult, and I do think as we go forward, that it will be something where there are different programs, different devices that all integrate together to provide the best possible outcomes for a patient. So I do think as, as we go forward, and I know this is something that you have talked about before, um, you know, hearing aids should be more than amplification. They should integrate into our, our just daily lives and be transparent in a sense. Yeah, totally. So I, I, I look, I call it perceptual computing because all of these devices they're computers, mini computers in your ear. And by integrating artificial intelligence and technologies, you know, we kind of bring it closer to how a healthy human's auditory cortex works. So if you think, think of a, a normal hearing person, and I'm going to, you know, kind of try to describe that from an engineer's perspective. So we are a combination of sensors and processors. So in this particular case, we are talking about ears as the sound transduction device. So essentially vibrations in air coming in, it's getting converted into neural signals and then some magic's happening in our auditory cortex. And if you think about it, a healthy hearing person, our auditory cortex is not, um, is, is not doing the same sound processing algorithms for all sounds. In, uh, in, 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 a, in a complex listening environment where you have many talkers, just close your eyes and 
reflect on how, without even knowing, we engage our signal to noise ratio enhancement capabilities in our auditory cortex to suppress sounds we don't want to hear and pay attention to the speed signals that we do want to hear. And to the point that you don't even know someone's talking if you're so focused on something, right? So, and then when you are listening to music, you automatically, your auditory cortex tunes in and helps you appreciate the transitions that are inherent in music. So you switch from, uh, from, from tuning in, understanding speech, to appreciating music, to suppressing machine, that irritating machine noise. So, uh, you know, what we're doing with the hearing aids with, with AI is that we're bringing it compared to, 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 the, to that, close to that level of a healthy human auditory cortex plus the, plus the sound enhancement. It needs to know what is what sound and apply in particular kind of algorithms for enhancement for particular kind of music. It's only possible, and same thing with the different kinds of masks, right? You need to know for an N95 masks, I hear as if somebody is wearing this kind of mask. So I would like to compensate by this much. So you really need this intelligent system that will uh, um, help in different environments. You know, today I talked about what a new feature we introduced today called IntelliVoice. This is uh, industry's most advanced deep neural network technology that has never been part of hearing aid ecosystem. It's been part of um, you know, autonomous driving, autonomous robots, and face recognition technology, speech recognition with autonomous speech recognition, et cetera, for uh, personal assistant technology. For the first time we are using it for enhancing speech in your hearing aid when it's paired with an iPhone. What exactly is that doing? Is it providing like better signal to noise ratios or basically just clearer speech for people? That's a good, so it's uh, doing, it's enhancing speed signal. So if you look at what is a speed signal, let's say compared to any other signals, speech has a particular signature to it in terms of how there are the fricative transitions in higher frequencies happen. But again, you know, the old paradigms of, well, if that is so, I'm going to apply speech enhancement, right? So the handcrafted algorithms that our industry had for a long time versus realizing that no two people speak the same way. So I have a unique accent and you have a different accent. So there is no way for me to, for people to know how, you know, different people's speeches are. So you, you, need, you need an autonomous automatic system that can understand the particular kind of speech that's, that's been subjected to so we built a deep neural network, which we trained with all kinds of speed signals. So it's able to dynamical, dynamically provide the signal to noise ratio that's relevant for understanding speech for that particular talker and the particular listener in that particular environment. So it's a very different way of enhancing speech with deep neural network than traditional approaches of speech processing. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the most beautiful things about that is all of that is happening behind the scenes. Like traditionally, you know, patients are used to, and consumers are used to having that control and maybe switching between programs. But I don't think the average person wants to necessarily know about all of the different, you know, types of modulation that happens within speech. You know, the average person they do just want to put their hearing aids on and forget that they're wearing anything. That's exactly what it is. I think the holy grail for us technologists is to try and make the technology disappear. 
technology should take the back seat. So you don't have to worry about exactly what to do, fidget with buttons and uh, go in, decide for the device what you should do, but the device should become intelligent. That's, that's the holy grail for us technologists. It, again, it ranges from, you know, from having cars drive by themselves so I can get my work done to a, to a hearing aid to decide with advanced technology on what, tech, what algorithms to apply without me having to worry about it because I just want to hear better. I just want to lead better lives. You know, and again, if I'm old and I am prone to falling down and hurting, I want to have the safety, the sense of safety that if I did fall, my loved ones would be auto automatically uh, notified because I have a smart device that detects it when I fall, right? And then other things like I don't want to remember when I need to take my medicine. So my hearing it needs to be able to tell me. If I lost my smartphone, I should be simply able to ask my hearing aid, hey, what is my phone? And it makes my phone ring. Or I want to know, when is my appointment with Steve? I don't need to remember it. It will tell me, your meeting with Steve is at you know, 2 p.m. So that's, that's technology should take a backseat and it should just make me more capable of accomplishing what I want to accomplish. Right. It should now aid us as technology starts getting beyond like what we we've been able to process as humans. Um, yeah, it really should be that stereotypical like sci-fi. What is the world of tomorrow where it just allows us to live more easy, free lives? Support for the Hearing Tracker podcast comes from Nuhira. Nuhira is transforming the way people hear by creating personalized hearing solutions that are multifunctional, accessible, and affordable. Over the past few months, I've had the chance to try out Nuhira's latest product, the Nuhira IQ Buds Max. IQ Buds Max are wireless earbuds for people that struggle with situational hearing problems, like hearing in background noise. They offer personalized amplification with directional focus, active noise cancellation, seamless audio streaming, and hands-free calling over Bluetooth. Thanks to the large 9.2mm dynamic driver, Nuhira IQ Buds offer best-in-class audio quality. They're available to purchase at Nuhira.com, and you can now get a 10% discount using promotional code HEARINGTRACKER. I wanted to ask you, so you've been working in AI, artificial intelligence, and machine learning for a while. What is the most exciting thing about that for you? Or is it what you just mentioned, being posed a, a, a problem or a question and then figuring out how to get technology to take a back seat to that? It's a great question you ask. So I think uh, there, are, there are a couple of things here. So uh, the, I'll allude to, it's a combination of software and hardware that makes the magic of the you know, technology disappearing possible. So I gave an example today of how the rechargeable custom hearing aid, you know, I was explaining how uh, up until our introduction of this device this year, I used to hear things like, it's impossible. It's difficult. If you want a custom hearing aid, you won't get rechargeability. You want rechargeable hearing aid, go with your you know, behind the ear or rig device, or you want 2.4 gigahertz antennas, well, you know, you can have both rechargeability and 2.4 gigahertz connectivity in a custom form factor. I like to say, if it's difficult, we work on it right away. If it's impossible, it might take us a little longer. So that's the hardware piece. We want to push the limits of what was considered to be 
impossible yesterday, we want to make it possible today. And then apply the magic and the power of artificial intelligence. So suddenly your personalized in-ear device becomes the vehicle for technology disappearing and making you a superhuman. Gives you the capabilities of understanding the sound that you had never heard or thought was there, help connect and communicate with people better, help you be, be healthier by tracking your, your exercises like your Fitbit does, but you think, you know, one more less device that uh, you have to worry about charging. You're hearing it, does it for you, yourself. It uh, provides the peace of mind to your caregivers. With your permission, they know how healthy have you been. Are you talking, socially engaged with people or not? If you fail, they'll be notified. And then, of course, everything we talked about, you know, connecting you to the world of information. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's interesting. There seems to be some resistance to technology in the beginning with smartphones. And there are plenty of people I know who, who resisted it. And then you get hooked on it. But, you know, it, it becomes a part of our lives. And it integrates so well to the point where when it's removed, we, we feel like we're not whole anymore. Yes. yes. I'm sorry. I, I should add that no matter what field you look at. It's only when you convert a device from a device that you need to a device that you want. And that's the, that's the challenge we have for our hearing aids. So I believe with all of these advanced technologies and multiple functions built in, that makes it so much more valuable for you, ranging from helping you hear better to helping you live better lives to all of the smart technologies that helps you in your daily lives we are on a journey to make the hearing aid a device that you want that will no longer have the stigma mm -hmm. that has been historically associated with it. Right. And that, that's exactly where I was leading to, you know, as the hearing aid becomes more just a part of us where it is like almost a, a secretary that we keep with us and um, it helps family member keep track of us as well in a good way. I think you're absolutely right. It will reduce the stigmas because it will just become a part of the new age, like human experience. It's making us hear better. It's uh, works seamlessly with our cell phones, which is something that we have just grown to be a part of us now as well. Yeah. And it is, like you said, it is your very own assistant, your very own personal assistant. In fact, just last week, we were humbled to get this uh, artificial intelligence breakthrough award, which uh, had over 2,200 um, nominees for it. And they picked us for being the best personal assistant because for our patients, they always have this device in their ear. So it is becoming your ubiquitous personal assistant that's helping you with your life. We're really proud about what you're doing with this device. Where do you see AI shaping the future of hearing aids over the next five to 10 years? That's a great question. I strongly believe that we are only at the beginning of this journey with all of what you've done over the last two and a half years since the introduction of Livio, up until today of introducing new technologies, we're just at the beginning of what's possible. And you, as you said, technology moves, moves at lightning pace. What's considered to be possible today were matter of dream, you know, just uh, years ago, right? So, and the pace is pro progressing so quickly, we have lots of tricks uh, in our bag that we're working on. I wish, you know, I could tell you everything, but then I'll alert my competitors as well. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to tell you, that when you look at this vision of an in-ear device that gives you the superpower of hearing 
that hearing sounds that you didn't think were there or help you connect with people, even for someone like me with no hearing loss, I hear better with the, the most modern Livio AGI hearing aids because it gives me that enhanced signal to noise ratio in a loudy, loud and noisy restaurant. I hear better and converse better, even with no hearing loss. Now think, think about with deep neural network, the edge we are providing to people with over 50 dB of hearing loss in understanding speech to health tracking. So you can just imagine all of the physiological parameters that we can sense and track in the near future and then alert you of your problems before you know it is going to happen to you. Ear is the best place for physiological sensing, not your wrist. And what happens today when you go to your doctor, the first five minutes, they are getting your vitals and all of this information about your health. What if we knew that continuously? What if you can passively monitor your all kinds of problems and alert you before it happens? Send, send you information you need to know and combine that with personal assistant that's moving at a lightning pace where you do not, do not need anything else. You know, you would have the information right in your ear available at your fingertip. You just ask, you get the answer. So that's the possibility. And every one of us will want a, a device technology like that. Technology will take a backseat and we'll become superhuman beings. And that's the journey we're on. And you know, you just see us introduce technologies, break the barrier in a lightning pace. I'm truly excited about what's coming. So I was curious, there are many hearing aid alternatives on the market, and a lot of the companies are getting into that, whether it be like the Bose earphones, the new Hera IQ Buds Squared Max. And many of these do have apps that provide, you know, personal sound amplification where the consumer can test their own hearing remotely on their phone without even needing to go to an audiologist or a hearing care provider and then have devices that are programmed based off of very similar kind of processing like hearing aids do. Do you think that these devices improve accessibility, which is one of the the main issues or just a very significant issue in this field? Yes, they do. In fact, I'm really happy that uh, you know a lot of consumer electronics companies are bringing accessibility features and uh, paying more attention to people's accessibility. I'm particularly proud of our work with Apple and Google, you know, in enabling audio streaming from straight from the smartphones to the hearing aids. But I'm even more uh, thankful to all of the consumer earbuds. Just think about it, right? Before Apple introduced AirPods and uh, uh, you know, devices in your ear would have been unthinkable. And now how often you just turn around in the plane and you see almost everybody has something dangling. For sure, yeah. It removes the stigma from uh, you know, having something in your ear. So all these collective efforts in making people aware of technology is very helpful because you know, they're, what they're not, they're not hearing aids. Like, as just give an example, the best earbuds in the market might give you three or four hours of battery life. Our hearing aids provide 24 hours of battery life. And then it's designed to perfectly fit your ear, both mechanically with the custom devices and acoustically compensating for your particular hearing loss. So you know those consumer earbuds are not hearing aids that's going to help the uh, you know, people, with, people who are struggling to understand speech. 
but it does help us in bringing the accessibility awareness in the market. Hearing aids are, are devices that are, you know, that on the other side, what you might have thought a couple of years ago, technologies that are only for consumer electronics devices, we're now bringing those into the hearing aids. So this com combination of the two domains is really going to help a whole lot of people. And again, the other point I should mention, you know this very well and your audience should, almost half a billion people have a disabling hearing loss according to World Health Organization. So there is such a large number of people that we can collectively help that we are barely helping today. I'm really excited about bringing these technologies to large number of people, much larger than what you do today. I completely agree with you. I mean, it is such a large underserved population, those with hearing loss. And it does improve just the viewpoint of whether it be hearing loss or just devices for your ears, because more people are wearing them. It's hard to go to a store now and not see someone who's younger walking around with wireless earbuds in their ears. And it does. It absolutely does reduce the stigmas. It turns more focus towards it, which will then just hopefully further reduce costs by getting more people using this technology. And for even those who don't have the means at this point to pursue or don't have the interest in pursuing you know, a professionally fit hearing aid, I really do like the prospect of these other devices now maybe offering a little bit of fine tuning for people to give them more appropriate gain if they do have a hearing loss. Because there, there are plenty of people, and I see them on a daily basis, who, you know, for whatever reason, whether it be they don't want to accept the, the complications that they're having at this time or financial issues, that there are now alternatives on the market. No, not maybe as good as a professionally fit hearing aid, but that there's at least an option for them. Sure. You know, in whichever, whichever way you can help people, suddenly. The one other way that hearing aid differentiates from these devices is also the latency. Because hearing aid has all the built-in processing right there with instantaneous delivery of and compensation of the sound. For technologies uh, that are using apps, we'll have some, you know, about 100 milliseconds of delay. But, uh, yep, so that's the pace of progress in technologies that are going to make it. Uh, but I wanted to so just to, uh, draw on the example that I gave about you see everybody with, uh, with uh, Bluetooth headsets these days. So after we introduce the custom rechargeable hearing aid, you know, the comments of how this just looks and feels like your uh, consumer Bluetooth earbud, but, you know, with all the technologies of hearing aids and 24-hour battery life, we are now getting requests of, you know, making, can you make that device bl black color? Okay. Right? Uh, so you, in the past, it used to be uh, that, can you make, make, the, make the color match my skin color so nobody knows I'm wearing a device in my ear? So now we're seeing a demand for making the device fancy, like, you know, white or black, because it's in your ear, it's custom, it's in your ear, it's rechargeable, and nobody knows, is it your hearing aid or is it your music listening device, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So interesting uh, benefit that we see from all of the consumer earbuds that are out there that are helping hearing aid industry as well. Yeah, and it's not something that I would have necessarily expected. There's been this popular comparison of, you know, glasses now. There are some people who actually wear eyeglasses just for the look of it. It's like an accessory. It, I mean, it sounds like actually that increase in people using hearing technology is then it's crossing over. And then hearing aids are also doing that where it's not an accessory, but it's something that doesn't have to be hidden. If you choose a color on it, it's to make it more noticeable. It's to make this statement. Yeah, it is that stigma, the old stigma that's going away. Because now it's cool. Now it's uh, 
doing many more things than just amplifying sound. And it's not just fixing your disability, but it's giving you abilities that you want to have. All of these other capabilities, I, you know, it's helping you stay healthy. It's tracking, it's do, doing, the, doing everything that your Fitbit or Apple Watch does. And it's connecting you to the world of information. It's doing all of these things. So it's no longer just a single function hearing aid. So it's removing the stigma. People are wanting to have it. While at that, they're wanting to show it off, right? Different, the colors that do not hide it. Yeah, there's a lot to look forward to in the coming years. And as technology keeps advancing with cell phones and the wireless connectivity, the sound quality. Um, so there's a lot to, lot to keep our eyes and ears open for. So was there anything else that you wanted to add or wanted to share with us at this time? Yes, well, one thing that I don't think I got a chance to talk to you today about, we just introduced the BT rechargeable device that's got a 70 dB gain. So, you know, small number of people that uh, need the power, right? So again, in the past, if they needed that power, if you needed to feed a patient with 70 dB gain, you didn't have the option for a rechargeable device that also connects with 2.4 gigahertz radio, directs, directly streams audio from your iPhones and latest Android phones. Today, we introduce such a product. It's the it's industry's smallest, 30% smaller than the nearest competing device. And in fact, it's 22% smaller than our own Zinc Air BT device that we have in the market and quite popular. So really small device, and we've been able to engineer it to provide industry's highest levels of gain in there. So, you know, again, small number of people that will benefit from it. And I'm really happy that we'll be able to help them with this device. That's the last thing I wanted to uh, make sure that I don't miss. And uh, you said the battery life on that, it, it is rechargeable? 24 hours. And it's 24 hours? <laughs> yes, no compromise on that. No, not at all. Well, thank you so much. It's been a, a true pleasure having you on the show and speaking with you and hearing about the new initiatives and uh, advancements in technology with Starkey and what you personally have brought to you know the field with machine learning and artificial intelligence. So thank you so much. And I look forward to talking with you again. Absolutely. Likewise. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in. This is the Hearing Tracker Podcast.